The pandemic has changed so much about what we can expect from healthcare. Now more than ever, we must make the future affordable, accessible, and equitable. I'm Jody Lesh. In a new podcast from Kaiser Permanente, we interview the thought leaders and care providers who are helping shape the future of not just healthcare, but fields like digital therapeutics and AI. We have a lot to learn from one another. Listen to Ahead in Health wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to this gorgeous Saturday afternoon, July 25th. The year is flying. The summer is flying. It can't fly fast enough, folks. Who said Happy New Year on December 31st, 2019? All right, raise your hands. How many of you said Happy New Year 2020? What a great year. Well, forget about it. It's It's been crazy. Crazy to say the least. If you have any phone, any questions today, folks, I would love to get you pointed in the right direction. You get one opportunity to retire. I don't want you to miss that opportunity. You can't go back and make up for all those decades of working, not taking advantage of your retirement savings programs or your IRAs, Roth IRAs, whatever it might be. Put together your questions. Give us a call. I'm sitting here. I have Zach Harris, my long-term producer, and I would love to talk to you, get you pointed in the right direction. We may upset you a little. We may have you thinking twice about your current financial advisor, but that's okay. Hey, with information, you can make better decisions. That's what I want to help you with. I'll give you my opinion, and I promise you, they'll come from my heart. Our phone numbers today, 1-800-TALK. WGY 1-800-825-5949 that's 1-800-825-5949 any questions whatsoever give us a call so for all the gold bugs record high 19 just about $1900 an ounce we almost closed that record 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 high do I own it no 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 I missed that one I'll admit it, we looked at it, and we just didn't pull the trigger. I never thought gold would go up like this, but I never thought the Fed would print the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that it's printing in order to keep this economy afloat. Remember, you go back 11 years ago to the Great Recession, we had all we can do to muster up a trillion dollars, and that was after a year and a half of the market falling almost 50%. Here, within weeks, The Fed is printing trillions of dollars, as Jerome Powell, the Fed Reserve Chair, said. We will not run out of money. They have it to print. It's like free money. I'm watching Money Heist on Netflix. They're printing money there, too. I feel like the Fed, um, you know, this, what came first, the Money Heist Netflix series or the Fed Reserve's decision to print as much money as it can possibly print? So who's going to pay the price? I'm afraid my grandchildren will probably be paying the price. Maybe my children. The next generation, two and three out, are going to be paying a dear price. Remember, we had all we can do to, to you know, come to terms with the entitlement programs and all the money that that we need to balance a budget before all of this COVID-19 mess before the great recession i mean listen folks we have the greatest country in the world but we also have 
one of the biggest um, deficits in the world as is, is well. And with us printing money like we are, our deficit just continues to grow. Somebody's got to pay that price down the road. Picture living at home. You know, let's make believe you you make $50,000 a year, but you're spending seventy, and you keep putting that money on charge cards or take the equity out of your home. You get the picture. You keep going into debt. All of a sudden, nobody's loaning you any more money. Well, that's what's going on with the country. We're going to have, you know, our, 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 our debt's going to be about $25 trillion. Remember, before all of this, we had about just, just let's say, shy of $5 trillion budget with only three point, just shy of $4 trillion income coming in revenue stream. That means we were adding a trillion onto our, onto the the um, liability side of our balance sheet as a country. That was before COVID-19. That was before PPP. That was before the CARES Act. That was before the Fed started printing money like drunken sailors spend it in the port of call. Folks, this is something to look out for, and that's why gold is at. $1,900 an ounce. What are you going to do? Put your money in a money market account, get 0.1%, one tenth of a percent, 10 bips. Remember, 100 basis points equal one percentage point. So there's 100 bips. So you're going to get paid 0.1%. So people are saying, heck, I'd rather take my chance on a safe asset like gold. And there's a supply demand thing going on there with gold but there's a lot of people that feel that um, gold is 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 a safer place than putting your money in a savings account or a money market account because if you're getting 0.1 percent you are losing money your real return after inflation after taxes you are losing money you need to pay attention to that it's crazy 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 so gold Gold's flying through the roof. You know, gold prices basically first time since 2011 where we were at these levels. And it's, believe me, gold was $35 an ounce for 35 years. And then all of a sudden Nixon um, uncoupled it with the dollar back in the early 70s. You remember Nixon, right? You can see the V, the hands with the V. You remember President Nixon. Um, so, you know, he decoupled gold from from the dollar and, and gold went up to, I think, don't hold me to this $800 an ounce in the early 80s. And then it came all the way down. Holy moly, since the Great Recession, you know, from the end of the Great Recession in 2011, it shot up and then it came all the way down to $1,100 an ounce. And here we are, $1,900 an ounce, $1,897.50. Per Troy ounce, nothing to do with historic downtown Troy, where one of our offices is located. But um, just about, as you can see, $1,900 an ounce. And it's by far the peak back in 2011. The record close was $1,891 an ounce. So, you know, we're, um, <laughs> we're, we're doing pretty good. If you're a gold bug, I'm telling you, 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 you did well, folks. You truly, truly did well. Silver's doing well also. 
you know, silver is up to $23 a troy ounce, a seven-year high. Basically, you know, the world, the central banks around the globe, governments basically flooding the economy, the global economy with cash, you know, lifting lifting demand for this gold-like um, bullion. Ultra low interest rates, as I said, make gold more appealing because the metal offers no income simply from holding it. Many, many, a lot of analysts out there are expecting more historic stimulus measures to spur inflation. I'm telling you, folks, um, the dollar is going down. How much more can we print? How much more money can we print? The rest of the world's going to be going to be looking at the dollar, and I'm going to hopefully have time to talk about that in the show, what the dollar does to your investments. But you go back, you know, let me sum it up by saying this. And let me give out the phone numbers before I sum it up. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. Any questions, give me a call. So gold, going back thousands of years, you know, you go back to the ancient societies in Sumer and Egypt and the pursuit of the metal that, that, that has shaped the world history. Europeans followed gold to America and the discovery of gold at Sutter's Mill, not Sutter's Mill in downtown Troy or Albany. For those of you that used to go out for a little pop, a little, you know, burger, they had the best burgers, didn't they? For those of you that remember Sutter's Mill and Mining Company. And I remember there was a sign that said, tipping is not a city in China. You get it. Tipping is not a city in China. Just trying to help out the bartenders and wait staff. But anyway, uh, you'll go back to the discovery of gold at Sutter's Mill in California over the 19th century. And here we are, you know, gold has been a fixture in financial markets for forever, for decades, decades, decades. And going back to 1971, the U.S. dollar, um, when it was pegged to gold, President Nixon took the country off that gold standard. So here we are. $1,900 an ounce. Now, let me answer the question that some of you probably want to ask. And go ahead. Raise your hands. I'll call on each and every one of you. Believe me. Believe me. I can see you through the microphone. Are we looking to buy gold? No. I'm sorry I didn't buy it. I looked at it at $1,500 an ounce. And sometimes you just... You, you know, you, you hesitate. We hesitated. It went up. And in hindsight, we should have bought it. I'm not looking to buy it now. But if you have a lot of gold at home, if you had those, you know, when you bought a pair of earrings and you can only find one, you got that beautiful necklace with the kink in it that you can't straighten out. Um, you know, maybe your boyfriend gave you gave you something that you no longer want. Bring it to the gold store. Bring it to your favorite jeweler. Let them weigh it out. Let them give you whatever they're paying. I'm sure you're not going to get $1,900 an ounce, but you're going to get a whole lot more today than when gold was $1,100 an ounce. That's my take on gold. I'm not going to talk anymore about it on the show. 1-800-TALK-WGY, at least not for today. 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Let's start off the show with Owen in Oak Hill, New York. Hello, Owen. 
Hello. Hello, Steve. How are you doing? I have a... I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm near retirement. Good for you. Um, I... Okay, let me ask a simple question, then I got a prediction to make about the stock market. Um, I will have a choice between lump sum and a monthly pension, and I'm very leaning towards a monthly pension. My wife wants it. I did the numbers. If I live over 20 years, I'm better off with the monthly pension than the lump sum. Because uh, we can't guarantee, uh, we need like 6% to break even, and I don't know that we can guarantee 6% every year on the lump sum amount. Are you following me? I am. So you want me to address that question right now? Sure, why not? <clears throat> perfect, perfect, Owen. So that's my favorite word in life, you know, is perfect, because nobody is perfect, but Every once in a while, you get a perfect question, a perfect answer, and and when you can use the word perfect, I love to use the word perfect. So let me let me help you look at this. You are 100% right. You're never going to get a guarantee that will be forever. Remember, the guarantee is for that day, that moment. All these sharks that are selling annuities, making 6% interest with the guarantee. Well, that guarantee is just short term, folks. You know, that maybe the interest rate today is one and a half percent in an annuity, but you don't know what it's going to be tomorrow or the next day. So you're right, Owen. The guarantee is only the guarantee. And if you take that monthly distribution, you're guaranteed a certain amount of money for the rest of your life. And hopefully you'll choose a joint survivor, one of the options where it includes your wife. I had one client. I'm going back. I've been helping clients for over 30 years, and this was one of my first clients. This was a very intelligent gentleman, uh, Judge Yabadabadu, and he thought he was going to live forever. And he took the full payout and not did not include his wife because they were in their mid the late 60s, and he thought he was going to live forever, and he got greedy, wanted that extra few dollars a month. Lo and behold, he died within a year or so, and his wife was left with absolutely nothing other than Social Security. So remember your wife in the decision if you take okay. the monthly benefit. But we, we deal with this all the time, Owen. We help so many clients, especially the local companies. We help so many clients at, at Regeneron, GE, Albany Molecular. Um, they come out with some of these pension plans, and we always – very seldom does it not make sense for them to take the lump sum and put it with a professional money manager like ourselves and let us manage it. Now, there's risk with it. We can't tell you that there's going to be guarantees, but we can probably show you over time where you will be better off by doing that and have more flexibility. Um, because you never know what's going to happen and change in your life, you and your spouse's wife. And by having that lump sum, you just have so much more. And if it's managed right, for our clients in this situation, we take two years' worth of their distributions, we carve it out, we put it into a conservative area, so that when, not if, when that next correction, when that next bear market comes, they are protected. They don't have to worry. We're allowed to continue managing that wealth for them. And I'm telling you, there's not a time yet where it 
it, it didn't work out taking the lump sum. So I'm going to leave that thought with you. I want you to call my office next week and we'll, we'll talk to you. We're, we're doing Zoom meetings with the clients every day almost, prospective clients calling us. And you don't need to come in face-to-face -face during this COVID-19 time capsule until you feel safe. But we can help you over the phone. And let us give you okay. our take on well, it. When I, sorry, when I do call you next year, my wife's going to be there. You're going to have to talk her into it, too. It's not talking but, her yeah. into it. And I want, we'll I want your wife there because I am very tuned okay. into women and wealth. And um, we want to we talk to you without your wife. So I'm glad you want her there. Um, sounds like she's she's going to be very financially astute we we absolutely want her there so absolutely we will you said you're going to retire next year um at the end of next year 2021 very likely yeah yep so we have time to look now, at it now what was yeah. your second question prediction i have a prediction that the stock market's going to crash later this year just before election day, you know, maybe a month out or so, whenever it's most advantageous for Biden, the stock market's going to crash. So and let me give you my prediction. I know exactly. I know I can guarantee everybody listening, they will not lose money today or tomorrow in the stock market. I guarantee that. I can't give many guarantees. Usually the only guarantee I give is that investors, if they're invested properly, they have stocks in their portfolio, they'll lose money. I can't tell them when or for how long, but I do guarantee them that. But I can also guarantee you my prediction, no investor will lose money today or tomorrow in the stock market. How's that? Okay. No, no, there's no contradiction. <laughs> that's I'm, I'm sure that's, no, 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 I'm kidding you. Because... I'm kidding you. Owen, it's because oh, the stock right. markets are closed. closed. Yeah, <laughs> of course. No, so let me answer but your no. question. I, I, I've, I've had this. I think I've had it more recently than ever during any other presidential um, election cycle because of the craziness we're, we're living with. When you look at this country and the shape that this country is in, the, the emotions that are raging, the anger that is flying, this country is is really there's so much uncertainty in this country right now there's so i've never seen such a divided country as i'm seeing right now and i can promise you that the election will come and go i can promise you that the stock market may be volatile but it will recover and going back to what i shared as long as people are looking at their investments long term as long as they don't sell they won't lose money but you could be right depending on hey heck who knows whoever thought trump would get elected four years ago nobody knows what's going to happen this election day and there's a lot that could happen this election day there heck there could be a lot that happens before election day even gets here you know we don't have um a couple you know young jfks running for president we got a couple you know old timers <laughs> you know very mature gentlemen running for president um so anything can happen god willing hopefully not but it's it's a crazy crazy election year out of all of them because of what this country's going through i don't know what's going to happen but i know the market will recover owen great questions good luck to you 
think about us when you get near retirement. Call us. We'll help you figure it out. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. So we kind of had a, um, a, a, a different kind of a week. I've been sharing with you over the last couple weeks. You know one of our top holdings is NASDAQ, the triple Qs the 100 largest companies in NASDAQ. And I shared with you over the last few weeks that the top 10 best performing companies in NASDAQ accounted for 90% of the return. And now is not the time to buy NASDAQ because of that. Because there's 2,700 other companies in NASDAQ that, that are floundering. When you have the top 10 companies accounting for 90% of the returns, the top five for 73% of the returns, it's frothy. I mean, you get your favorite cappuccino and you get the froth on top. It's even frothier than that, folks. I'm telling you, you have to be careful. It's like Tesla. I talked about it last week. And David Rath, our chartered financial analyst, did a great blog last week. If you love Tesla at $1,500, $1,600 an ounce, how come you didn't love it just a few weeks ago when it was $300, uh, not an ounce, $300 a share? Why did you wait till Tesla went up to $1,600 an ounce to love Tesla? Do you even know what it is? Is it a car company? And if it is, it's the largest car company in the world. Or is it, by valuation, is it a, a, a battery company? Is it a technology company? I have no idea. I know Elon Musk is is crazier than, than, than um. What was that movie with, um, I think it was at Al Pacino, um, um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, this guy is brilliant and it just obviously made it work. But if you love Tesla at $1,600 an ounce and today it's $1,400, how come just a few weeks ago you weren't loading up at $300 an ounce? This is what happens with investors. They see something go up and up and up, and then all of a sudden they want to dive in. NASDAQ went up and up and up. I gave you the the, the, the numbers. We were, the QQQs were up, you know, 24, 25% just a couple weeks ago. And I told you to be careful because those, those top companies, one of two things has to happen. Either those top companies come down or the rest of the index comes up, but they all meet in the middle somewhere. And that's what's that's what's happened when you think the top five companies, these FANG stocks, they had Microsoft, so we'll call them FAME with an M. These stocks account that, you know, you add them up there. They're almost a quarter of the S&P 500 index, nosebleed territory. Just five or six companies account for 25% of the total stock market. Whew, talk about froth. And I don't drink much cappuccino anymore. I'm more of an espresso guy because I don't like that froth. You get the picture. So, you know, you look at the five biggest stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, um, Google and you know God it, it, those stocks took the S&P from being down 35% to within 5% of the all-time high um, during this this pandemic 
and it's 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 crazy um you know add netflix in there and, and it's really crazy on the other side of the news i'll give you some more information but um you got to be careful and that's what i told you over the last couple of weeks so nasdaq the qqqs are off about five percent from their all-time highs you get the picture you got to be careful on the other side of the news let me help you out with some more questions if you have them our phone number is 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 hello and Welcome back on this gorgeous. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Saturday afternoon. I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day, folks. I really, really, I truly appreciate you tuning in week in, week out. Remember, we're on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. as well. So, you know, put the coffee maker on, set it for like 7.59 and, you know, make sure you wear your robe um, and your mask. Um, Tune in on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. But today we're we're always appreciative of you tuning in and listening week in week out. Your loyalty, your commitment to following me on this on this journey of mine. Over the last 25 years, I've been affiliated with WGY as their financial analyst, and I love it. I love coming to work. I love getting the listening audience pointed in the right direction. I love it. I can't begin to tell you how much I love it. And I'd love to talk to you. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. So, so let me correct myself. I thought there were like 2,700 stocks in NASDAQ, but I kind of Googled it. One of the top five stocks, one of the fang stocks. Crazy, right? Um, is it a tissue or is it a Kleenex? Is it... Google or is it the internet? I mean, you get the picture. So I Googled it and there's actually 3,300 stocks that make up the NASDAQ composite index, 3,300. And when you buy QQQ, the NASDAQ 100, you're buying obviously the 100 top companies in NASDAQ. Now, the S&P 500 index, some people, and believe me folks, if you're a gambling type person, and, you know, you can't get enough of the horse races at Saratoga. And believe me, Saratoga's nailing it. No fans, but the people, the bettors out there are betting more money this year than ever with no fans being allowed in to the track. So I guess the excitement of Saratoga continues. And it's nice to see, especially this year, you know, with all the playhouses around the Berkshires and, 
you know, New York are just closed down, shut down, SPAC, dark for the entire season, no fans at the race course. Our lives have changed. I keep saying it. Our lives have changed forever when we come out of this, when there's a vaccine, when we feel like we don't need to wear the mask, and we do need to wear the masks for now. But our lives are going to be changed forever. I can't begin to say that. I had a beautiful conversation with a close friend on my way down to Northway today, and he's gone through some some health issues. He and I used to work together, and and I, I, I love the guy true true Italian with all the values um, that 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 you can want Lou says to me he says and he's been through some some scary times personally he says Steve he says I am so blessed look at me I'm here I have so much to look forward to I I am just so blessed and that's really a great way of looking at life I I keep saying and I met with a, a retired New York State trooper, 34 years serving, um, you know, in New York State. Now, remember, I think the troopers are only 100 years old, so he's there more than a third of the existence. But a law enforcement officer, and I had quite the conversation. I think we spent the first hour of what's going on in and around our great country, which um, doesn't always feel so great with some of the headlines, but it's... Um, you know, when, 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 when you think about um, where we're at in life and all that we have to be thankful for, you, you just got to you gotta kind of put it in perspective. And as I shared with them, I said, listen, I tell every client, when you have your health, first and foremost, and your loved one, your spouse, partner, whatever, and financially, if you can do it, then you've You've hit pay dirt, folks. It's it's the perfect storm. There we are with that word again, perfect. It's the perfect storm. You get the picture because you never know when your health is going to be taken away from you. You don't know. Talked to another friend this morning who I heard um, from a little birdie and then another little birdie. So when you have two little birdies whispering in your ear, you get worried. And I reached out to him, and he, he, he is recovering from COVID-19. Young guy, you know family so when you have your health you have it all when you have each other it's you're pretty lucky and if financially you can do it yet yeah, you, you you got the perfect scenario so my conversation with Lou put it all in perspective and that's what I try to do with my clients it's what I call my life planning side of my my um, business it's not just about managing the money and getting you know stellar returns there's so much more that we do it's why I have 11 professionals that I surround myself with very 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 a team second to none in the country 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949 let's go back to the phone lines we have Mike and Hadley hello Mike oh hi Steve I listen to you every week uh, oh, I have thank two questions you. Uh, at what point you said that uh, we're running $25 trillion debt, how much more debt can we, how high can this go before it collapses our dollar? Oh, man, oh, man. And then the well, other the do- uh, question, who is financing this debt? <laughs> Great questions, Mike. Great questions. 
is it as sunny up in Hadley as it is here? Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, it's a little cooler. To, we're a little cooler than you are down there in the, in Troy. So I think you, you ought to come up and spend your your weekend up here. I was just up there. I have a good friend. Um, you know, just before Ticonderoga on the lake that I that I went and visited, um, and it was it was um a, a joy to go up there. It's a beautiful. I call Lake George the eighth. The eighth um, wonder of the world, the Adirondacks. So, so being up there You're is good. So right. let me let me let me help you with the first question. Um, almost eighty percent of the debt of this country is is held by the public. Um, about a quarter, or let's say twenty three percent, by um, different different you know intergovernmental um, agencies and so forth. The debt right now you know, is over $26 trillion, over $26 trillion. Social Security has their hands in it. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's mind-boggling. Um, what's what's going on? The Treasury owes, owes a lot of money um, to, to our debt. And when you look at the countries, countries like Japan and China, buy a lot of our debt so basically they're loaning money when when they buy our treasury bills and treasury notes they are loaning money to us and we're paying them back in interest which is why with thank god interest rates are as low as they are otherwise remember we're in debt we're spending more money than we make and those bozos in congress could give a darn about it because they are spending our money. I keep saying for anybody who will listen to me, I want the same pension plan and health care insurance as my congressman has. Why can't I get that? How come if it's good enough for them, it can't be good enough for us? So with that being said, they're making decisions, basically spending money that's not theirs. Most of them are career politicians who never ran a business, worked in private industry. They don't know how to make a a, a budget. And I'm, I, I'm not sparring off on them, but I guess I am sparring off on them. It's it, it's it's just it's just crazy what's um what what what's going on. So so you know when when China and Japan buy our bonds, they're loaning us money, and when interest rates are low, it's one of the biggest parts of of our budget is paying that interest back. So we're lucky right now that interest are low because when interest rates go up, that's that much more money we owe these countries. So um, how much farther can it go before the dollar collapses? Well, the dollar, thank God, has always been the number one currency in the world, and it may get weak, but I don't think there's going to be another currency. Do you think the euro's going to come in and replace the dollar? I don't think so. Now, I can't say that, but I don't think so. So I'm hoping that the U.S. dollar overcomes this. I'm hoping we get some some level-headed thinkers in Washington that, that think past getting reelected and think about my children and my grandchildren's future and the money that they're spending and why not treat it like their household income where they have to maybe cut here, cut there in order to get us to more of a balanced budget. I, I can go on and on and on about this, but anyway, Mike, let me stop there and let's go on to your next question. Well, uh, I, I guess to, uh, the, the first question was, um, 
how many trillions are we going to be able to increase before the dollar collapses? Okay, I, I think you, you I, actually, I think you answered both questions. <laughs> so you got a third. That, uh, who's financing the debt? I think you, I think you, you, uh, you did answer both questions. How about a third question? Come on. The third, the third, and the other thing is that uh, with this trillion dollar debt increasing, at what point, at what point is interest rates where inflation is going to kick in that where interest rates are going to have to jump up? Well, you know that's another great. That's a great follow-up question. I'm glad I put you on the spot because. Let me say this, since the Great Recession, we've been looking for inflation. We said 11 years ago, inflation has to come into the scenario. That's when we only spent a trillion. I think we've spent $3 trillion during COVID-19. Now, remember, before COVID-19, on February 18th, before the market started to collapse, we were bringing in about just shy of four trillion dollars and we were spending just shy of five trillion we were going into the hole borrowing a trillion dollars adding to our deficit and then all of a sudden the government came in and they've spent i think three trillion and they're talking about spending another couple trillion where does it stop i'm not sure mike these are great questions i'm glad you asked them I hope you stay safe and healthy. Enjoy the Adirondacks up there. Hopefully, I'll see you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go hiking. I'm not that kind of a guy, but I may be boating on Lake George, so I may, um, you know, I'll, I'll give you a wave. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Give me a call with any questions you have, folks, any questions whatsoever. Zach Harris, my longtime producer, and I will, will, will get you going and talk about it. So let's go back to those fame, fame, that's F-A-A-M-G. This is Facebook. Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Google. Now we left Netflix out of it. That's Fang with an N. I'm talking Faming with an M. Um, I'm getting myself mixed up. So, you know, when 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 you think the the market as a whole was was almost up two percent, you know, not too long ago, year to date. Not bad, right? If you went to bed with, you know, if you said Happy New Year in 2019, shame on you, folks. In hindsight, shame on you. There's nothing good about this new year of 2020. But if you had such a great time and you said Happy New Year and you went to bed with a hangover and you just woke up this morning and not knowing the headlines being up 2%, you say, oh, it's just going to be a so-so year. Last year, we were up 32%. So this year, we're only up 2%. Um, Well, that includes those five stocks. And when you think of the other four, 500 companies, because the S&P 500 index literally has 500 securities make up for it because there's two alphabet shares there's two berkshire shares so there's actually 505 stocks another good bet i I think i started to say before i went to mike that um you know after after you bet on the last horse race today at saratoga if you still got that gambling instinct in you um try to try to try to challenge one of your, your, your friends to guess how many stocks are in the S&P 500 index. I'm almost sure 99.5% of them are going to say 500, and you're going to be able to Google it. 
and show them that there's 505. But the market as a whole, up 2%, that includes those five. If you take those five out of the picture, you know, the market's actually down 5%. Um, so as you can see, the same with NASDAQ, there's so much to think about. From the market highs, February 19th, when you look at the S&P, we're off about 5%, folks. We're, we're down about 5 just over 5% since, since the market top back in on February 19th. The NASDAQ is up 6.5%. The QQQ, 100 largest companies in NASDAQ, is up almost 9%. Um, since, since, this is since the high, not since year to date. Now, we, and you hear me say it because we manage money very in a very prudent manner and we put a lot of thought into our holdings and we know that you know right now the top five companies make up almost a quarter of the s p 500 index this is crazy 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 and we know that can't go on forever so we balance out our client's portfolio with what we call equal weight indexes that means that you know, go back to the S&P 500 index, take out those five companies, the remaining 500 companies. We, you know, we don't want all that, that exposure. When you, when you think about the, the S&P, when you think about the top holdings, you know, it's, when you put it in perspective, folks, Microsoft accounts for almost 6%. The same with Apple. Amazon accounts for almost 5%. Um, almost three and a half percent for for Google and over two percent for for Facebook you know the top 10 holdings of the S&P account for 26 percent when you look at NASDAQ it's worse you know the 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 top holdings Apple and Microsoft 12 percent each Amazon 11 percent uh, Google almost 8%, Facebook 4%, the top 10 holdings, 55% of NASDAQ. So we know it's crazy that these companies sway the returns. So we want more exposure and we get it. And that's where we invest in equal weight. We have two, one that represents the technology companies that trade on the S&P equal weight so instead of having apple represent six percent or microsoft um, of the s p or 12 percent of the nasdaq it represents like 0.6 percent um and when you look at the at the equal weight technology sector since the market high we're down just under three percent when you look at the s p 500 equal weight where every all 505 companies are equal weight that is down almost eight percent compared to the s p being down five percent and year to date you know the equal weight for the s p is down almost four percent the s p is almost flat year to date um, the equal weight technology is up four percent where qqq is up 20 almost 22 percent so we pay attention to this we manage our portfolios with this in mind, and we think that things have to even out. We think that having some of these other companies in your portfolio will pay off, which is why over the last couple of weeks, I've been very hesitant about anybody who said, I want to buy QQQ. 
because of the dynamic performance, you have to be careful and put it in perspective. So, um, you know, so these 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 companies are 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 crazy. As I said, you know, they were representing about 25%. I think since the markets come down a little, they represent not the market so much as much as these five companies. It represents about 22%. And a year ago, those five companies only represented 16%. Now, you want to go back a decade or two? <laughs> Forget about the big market leaders being Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, and Google. Back then, Microsoft was the only company in that top um, tier of companies. You had Cisco, GE, I know. It's a bad, bad, bad topic for a lot of listeners because they own way too much GE and now they're 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 dying a slow death with it because it's it's just not going anywhere and I don't foresee any reason why it's going to go anywhere. But back then you had GE is one of the top dogs. For a while it was a top dog. Exxon, Intel. You know, things have changed. The world has changed. One eight hundred talk. WGY 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949 so you know just how how bad is GE it's bad it's bad do we own any of it no have we been tempted to buy it no when was the last time that we gave advice on GE any of our clients who owned it when GE was $30 a share a few years ago we begged them to sell it the problem with GE is they, so many investors think with their heart, not with their head. We get paid to think logically with information, not e emotionally. And we don't want to be irrational when it comes to our investment decisions. We really want to um, look at it from, from all angles. So, you know, you had, you had GE was almost $58 a share when Jack Welch retired, may may he rest in peace. And believe me, I, I've said forever and ever and ever, send him a Christmas card if you were a GE shareholder way back then because he made you money. Now, you may not have liked working for him, and I know a lot of people that worked for him that hated working for him. He was a tough son of a gun. But, boy, if you were a shareholder, he made sure that the shareholders were rewarded. And then this, this dope. Jeffrey Immelt came in and he took the reins from, you know, 2001, um, you know, up until a few years ago. And he basically, even though the share price grew all the way up to $30 a share from um, the Great Recession, it was about five, six dollars a share. So when I say grew, not from when he took over, when he took over, the share price was in the high 50s. So the Great Recession brought it down to five, six dollars. Then when Immelt was kind of booted i think he was booted i mean this guy was so pompous you know it's one thing to fly a private jet around the world because you're so privileged but this guy was so pompous not only did he fly a private jet he had a backup jet just in case his private jet broke down had a flat tire you get the picture he had a second empty private jet follow him around the world how pompous is that how would you like can you imagine somebody running your company doing that, spending money like that irresponsibly? Well, that's what that's what ML did. He spent it irresponsibly. He made decisions that put GE in a hole 
then they had John Flannery who, who came in and he didn't last long. Um, you know, GE Power, you know, over a hundred years old, you know, God, they're, 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 they're crazy. When you think GE back in 1892, founded by Thomas Edison, GE's, you know, background, their DNA for so long. I mean, one of the original members of the Dow Jones Industrial Average, um, when, 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 when that was created in 1907, and it was the only company that remained there 110 years later. Well, it's not there anymore because it's been booted from the Dow. Um, I guess I'm dissing GE, and I apologize because I know there's a lot of people who own it, but that's my point is you got to be careful. You can't own a lot of these companies. I always say if you work for a great company like Regeneron, GE, Omni Molecular, whatever the company is, give them a good, hard day's pay. Be a loyal employee, but don't put all of your life savings, all of your investments into their company stock because you never know when, when there's going to be another GE and you have to be careful. That's the message of the day. You have to be careful, which is why at $1,400 an ounce, $1,500, $1,600 an ounce, don't be out there buying Tesla. Now, it could go to $3,000 an ounce. I could look like a dope, but you get the picture. Folks, thank you for tuning in today. I hope you come back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., and check us out on the Internet, Boucher.com. There's a lot of good information. Enjoy the rest of the day. Come back tomorrow. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.